welcome party persons back to my party podcast <laughs> titled Untitled Drag Podcast, hosted by your lovely hostess snack cake with the most of snack cake. Well, a medium amount of snack cake, a, a reasonable amount of snack cake. Me, Manifred Quinn. Uh, my friends do call me Manny Quinn, though. Um, that is right. You are listening to the second of what I hope to be many, many, many episodes of Untitled Drag Race Podcast. Uh, the abbreviation uh, you don't have to do the tongue pop you don't have to put the tongue pop when you're hashtagging UDRP on Twitter I really want to make that happen it's like fetch like I feel it guys like I feel the Gretchen Wieners in my bones but it's I'm, I, I'm gonna keep doing it I'm gonna keep doing it <laughs> for those of you who do not know me my name is Manifred Quinzal Manny Quinn for those in the know I am a Baby drag superstar, a drag icon, uh, a drag uh, enthusiast, a drag professional, a drag consumer, and many things. <laughs> Most notably, I'd say, is the uh, lone crown on my skull is the current freaking reigning mix slash Miss FAT, a title previously held by illustrious girls that I know you all know, like Aquaria. And moving on, um, this is Untitled Drag Race Podcast, the show where we talk about Drag Race, because duh, like, come on, like, what did you, like, yes, this is Untitled Drag Race Podcast, the show where we talk about things that aren't Drag Race, no, uh, think of it very, a sibling rivalry, it's a discourse between you and me, and the media and work of these beautiful, beautiful queer creators, I just want to say flat out, oh, say, wait, think very sibling rivalry in this, in that I'm a Black queer person, similarly to Bob and Monet. I am not a girl, nor do I have the money and levels of experience and bookings and gigs and gigawombas, but I am Black and queer like them, and that's what matters, and I don't know why this accent is happening, but I'm kind of stalking it now. Moving on. Um, we do not support sending hate to the dolls. Like, we do not support sending hate to the queens. Like, this is not that kind of Tivana. That is not the Tivana St. James, Armani Dupree, Sinclair, Davenport Dupree. That is not what we do in this house. Uh, we love the dolls and we love the girlies. And actually, uh, if you aren't already, if you can, tip your queens and support your local girls like me, Manifred Quinn. Because as I always say, the real girls don't become real girls without making their way up yet another dig at the local girls you know recapping 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 uh last episode we had the variety uh variety show extravaganza uh jada flashed and titty jan was robbed as we all understand and uh serena cha-cha cha-cha her way out of our lives Esha, 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 uh, the girls come back into the workroom for the day and they uh, move to the couch and are discussing the elimination and uh, eventually pull out the box to stop the, well not stop the count, but like keep the count. Uh, the girls read out that basically everybody but Serena voted for Serena, which must feel so sad. Like when she watches his back, like she she must not know now, or maybe she'll find out later, or has found out since. But like to know that every single one of your competitors was like, "Yes, I'm sending you home first. And even though, and the one girl who chose the girl that wasn't you, only did so because she thought that girl was competition. Like that must not feel great. Like that must not be a real 
real boon for the ego. But Serena went home. She chopped it out of our lives. And I honestly, I feel bad for Serena. I really do. Because, like, I think if we're looking at it from a, this is a business for her standpoint. She did great. She did amazing. She showed the world that she makes wigs and has stepped her pussy up higher than what she had done seven years ago. And I think that's really great. In terms of actively vying for the crown, I do not see it currently. But, you know, there's goops and gags to abound. And we, I, I guess we shall see. I guess we shall see. Ooh, Coco Bijada in the lip sync. Pretty handedly, I would say. Jada, Jada, Jada in these theaties, girl. Jada in these theaties. They're great at us. They're great at us. But I hate to say it, but I think in modern drag race, death us can only get you so far. Like, that's, that's kind of crazy. So Jada speaks on voting for TKB out of strategy. And it's just like honest. And she's just like, yeah, I think you're a competition. And I think that you are stay up competition and so i will i'm I, I would like to send you home to make it easier for me to get at the crown and i respect the hustle sure but i just don't feel like that's maybe 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 don't maybe don't say it out loud to the girls question mark i just maybe that's not the smartest decision um but like okay i will say this when Jada is, like, uh, before Jada is, like, giving out the knowledge of who she voted for, she, like, has the look on her face. Of like, do you guys remember? I don't know if you were bad kids, like Mia. <sighs> but uh, you know that look you have on your face when you're sitting in the principal's office and you're waiting for your parents to come or just, like, somebody to come to, like, get you? And you're like, I know that I have so many tough social battles in my future. And it is just wearing on my face. I I just it's I feel for her in so many ways. Well, not really. She was in the top and she was like, I'm gonna send you home, bitch. So deuces. Ooh, foreshadowing. <laughs> so TKB, Trinity K, is uh correcting her assumptions about Yada's motives of why she wanted to send her home. Like, yes, Yada was sending home competition because she sees it as competition. And get petty girl, get petty and Patricia. This uh, this new opening remix kind of serves like it's like got a little got a little seasoning got a little spice got a little flavor, it, like it serves like I'm 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 living for it I'm living for what, it ooh so we work we open up on a new day and the girls are coming to the table, talking about, trade for whatever reason um. Yeah. I, okay, I'm living. Eureka says that they are serving non-binary gummy bear fish. And what a string of words. Like, I'm living for it. Like, purple is the trademark non-binary color. I'm like, oh, well, it's in the flag, baby. Oh, how, do, how did I skip over? Well, I skipped over Jada wiping off Serena's mirror, mirror message because, I don't know, it's not like a plot point. Like, it wasn't great. Like, it, it didn't do nothing, you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, but the girls are sitting up and they're talking about trade. And I, this conversation is just like a very like, ooh, we gotta fill the time, girl. We gotta fill the time. So uh, Jan is continuing to be the positive ray of sunshine that the world needs in these dark, lonely hours. And my baby, my child, I only want the best for her. I only want the best for you, Jonathan. Like, truly and honestly. So this trade discussion. I... Okay, so Jiggly says that uh, it's that little bit of danger is what makes trade trade. And for me... As a J, a young J, my understanding of trade is as such. It is a, a gentleman, usually, 
more often on the masculine presenting end of things so much so to the point where it's like passing in a heterosexual world like passing for a straight person at least in a heterosexual world if not that just like a very masculine presenting person with whom you sleep or have a sexual encounter with of some kind to the effect that this person like Jake Lee says you're trading a little bit of something whether that be money drugs because you know I'm not gonna say that that's not a thing that happens in the world like get, uh, you know be honest with ourselves guys or just like your safety like like there, there's like a lot of things that you trade for trade like it's a it's a dangerous lay but like that's what makes it hotter because it's like you're achieving the forbidden fruit of this like ooh masky man like oh, like yeah like that's what I that's what I that's what I understand trade as but I guess it's just me Eureka says TKB is giving a trade which feels like a microaggression I will not lie to you like what wh- what exactly about Trinity K Bonet serves trade like what what made you pick exactly her like I'd like to know Eureka just like let me know let me know tell it to me tell it to me tell it to me nice but anyway so Rue comes in very cute suit very very cute suit with the print the lip print and notifies the girl that we are having a ball from the house of wall we are having a jada essence ball this season in the second episode which is a lot of looks for a lot of girls that we are going to have to run through run through i said that akira is already a step ahead in the blue ball in the fact that their hair is so beautifully blue but they bring out the cavalcade of blue and conventional materials and my god the bitches are running like this is a sample sale like it's i get it you want to get good materials but goddamn bitch goddamn like it was like i love the bitches that were just like behind just like picking at things because like the girls get crazy especially because you got a lot of like i will elbow you in order to get my material as bitches like it's it's a it's a it's an interesting time it's an interesting go round over now in ornia so the girls have uh, collected their materials, and um, we see Pandora, and I'm like, oh my god, Pandora, you're on this season! Yay! Like, they're not giving her anything, like, like they're not giving her any confessionals, like, they're not, she's not interacting with anyone on the camera, like, they're giving her no screen time, and I'm just like, why did y'all bring her back if you're gonna do her like this? Scarlet got the pretty fabric. She got the pretty fabric. Like, she got the best fabric. Like, it's an unconventional material challenge, but she got a fabric that is, like, I don't feel it's, as though it's especially difficult to make a garment out of that fabric. Like, that is no purple and pink handbags. <sighs> Lala. No, I love you, Lala. But what's kind of, like, getting me, I, they, they do the close-up on the sponges in blue, and I'm getting my life together. But no, uh, what's getting me together is that, like, why is there a sewing challenge on All Stars? Like, why have they chosen to end the second episode especially well I'll talk about it later well, well I think why but why have a sewing challenge on all stars like the girls pay money for their fits like I think they're specifically getting specific girls at uh, spots of bother to cause some drama cause a wee bit of drama if you watch the episode you know who I'm talking about who they're attempting to give a little bit of drama to because they had baked potato couture on their season that did not fly so well. So Jan is being very kind to Jiggles while Jiggles is having a meltdown over going home on a sewing challenge in their original season, in her original season. And I love it. Like, positive Jan strikes again. And I love that for Jan. I, I, I really do. Like, Jan, keep that mentality. Like, keep it strong, girl. Keep it, keep it hard. Keep it strong. 
They, they're trying to break you, Jam. They're trying to break you. Jada's just fucking around. Like, Jada, Jada is literally just fucking around in the workroom. And I think that is such a power move to stunt on the girl. She's just like, yeah, it's all stars, but I don't care. Like, I'm a, I will, the outfit will get made when it gets made. And that is so cunt. So unbelievably cunt. And I cannot. I absolutely, absolutely cannot. So CKB has a confessional and the lights go out. And I am just gagged because what? What what happened to like what happened to Paramount Plus money? What happened to Paramount Plus money? Like, guys, what are we, what are we doing? What's what's happening here? Like, what are we what are we doing here if not keeping the lights on? Like, are they not are they not paying the bills? Like, can you can you pay my bills? Can you can you pay my telephone bills? Rue comes in and Rue comes in with for the walkthrough. And oh wait, I have to say I love Scarlett's delivery in the confessionals. She. Like, say what I will, Scarlett knows how to deliver the, the dead cadence of a line in a confessional, which is, I think, what made her reads incredibly strong from last episode. But no, Rue comes in for the walkthrough, and I gotta say, I'm loving the moment that he's having with Jiggly, where we get to, like, see, like, the Jiggly that has evolved since season four, that has stepped their pussy up and is like living their life proudly and beautifully as a trans woman like i feel like a lot of the discourse around the season centers around kylie sonic love and her journey as a trans woman and like people forget that jiggly is also a trans person and like i check it up to um racism and a little bit of fat phobia but y'all heard that from me it's just like i just like i love that we're getting this tender one with jiggly and like she gives her preferred name that she's living under now and it's just so beautiful and heartwarming and i'm i'm, I'm really it really made me proud to see it because like season four was my first season that i ever watched and like that was such a i feel like they don't like they don't make seasons like that no more girl like especially oh the bitches are coming co- sorry i cuss i'm sorry i'm a queer person of color like i don't know what you want for me but the girls in my comments were like how like how like somebody was like it's weird it's strange that you think monet and chad are on the level of jada and kylie and i'm like how hey uh, y'all bitches don't know chad like all yes all stars one was kind of crazy but y'all, are, y'all like y'all clearly didn't watch season four the way that i watched season four like season four we crowned a person um, who at the time represented a very like nice narrative for a reality television program, especially about drag, of a, a new subsect of drag and pushing that storyline of like these emblematic winners. And so it couldn't, it, it, like Chad didn't at the time have a, a compelling enough storyline beyond being a share impersonator. But like that was just fucking fine for All Stars, which I think was great. Like y'all are sleeping on Chad, I'll say that. Y'all are sleeping on Mr. Chad Michael, Mrs. Chad Michaels. No, in Jiggly's moment, we get a flashback to season four and the color balance, my God, and the aspect ratio. And we see Alyssa Summers, who is getting the most screen. Yeah. Was she on? No. Wait, was Alyssa Summers on last season? Am I remembering that correctly? No. No, I would have remembered. No, yeah, no. So, yes, this is the most screen time that Alyssa Summers is having in this current decade. And I'm living. I'm living for that for her. And Dina Ritz, a little cameo. I just want to say, also, I love you, Raja. I love you, Raja. I love you, Raja. I love you, Miss Raja O'Hara. Is she O'Hara? No, just Ra- Raja O'Hara. And I'm loving this, like, new narrative that they're, like, the storyline that they're giving Raja, like, it doesn't feel racist this time. Like, it's like, even Rue's like, oh my god, you had you were a mouthy girl, or whatever. 
or like salty or whatever. And Raja says that she's salty. And she's like, we like, no, you had a, a point of view. And like, yes, yeah, she had a very strong point of view. But I just like, I love Raja so much. And I love that we're getting a storyline from her now where like, we're seeing that she's like a, con- like a kind and like charismatic, talented individual capable of like doing really great things. And I'm really loving that for her. After the walkthroughs, the girls are painting, getting ready for the main stage. And you see Silky still at the sewing machine, still tacka, 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 tagging. You can tell that I know how to sew. <laughs> um, just like going to town on her garments, though, and that doesn't usually spell great things for the runway, but we'll see. But she says that she can paint in 25 minutes, and I'm like, sure, yeah, Jan, yeah, sure, Jan, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, ooh, I did point out because I'm a nitpicky bitch, ooh, uh, and I hate me. No, but I love me. Uh, Raja has a stain below her left eye, and I feel so connected to her in this moment because my left eye is similarly the redheaded stepchild of my face, and that that shit just like tears up like a motherfucker. Like it is so hard because I get I I practice uh, makeup primarily on the right side of my face. Like whenever I do like makeup drafts, like if you see me streaming on TikTok, follow me on TikTok. It's like so crazy in that. Like, whenever I try to replicate it on the left, not only, A, will the proportions be off because I am out of practice, but, like, my left eye is so sensitive. Like, I'm a cancer, and I'm saying this. My left eye is so, 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 It is, it's the worst. Like, it's it's honestly, like, vulgarly, like, obstructive, the way that my left eye tears up out of nowhere. Just for the F of it, like, I could get a wisp of something and could be, like, Oh no no! Now we got to turn on the waterworks. We gotta we gotta give it to them. We gotta give it. We have to give a Sarah Paulson level Emmy winning performance out of this eye right now. And I see you, and I don't respect you. But moving on, <laughs> uh, the girls are talking strategy in terms of like who they're gonna send home and like how they're gonna base their judgments. And I honestly I think it's interesting in that this is not the first time, but like I feel like we're getting a batch of girls that feel very disparately and differently about how they are basing their judgments and we're not like getting a true like group consensus like i feel like a lot of the times especially more the more recent all-stars where they've been doing the democracy we got a lot of times the like as a strong i mean of like well let's do it like the point system or let's do the buddy buddy system and yes girls did break from that because their girls be shady and the girls choose who they wish but like we we really see a, a level of like discourse in terms of like the girls are discussing like you have ginger saying it's about integrity and you have like jiggly asking the real fucking questions like our relationship is going to play into account like what what are what are we doing here ladies like like let's not let's not like let's play the game but let's not play games you know what i mean but it's i, I think especially i think it's difficult because like in a perfect world, you'd come to the consensus week one of, like, this is what we're going to do. Everybody plays by these rules. If you don't play by these rules and you're in the bottom, we send you home, like, to disqualify you. Or we just, like, hate you forever. Or whatever the fuck. Just, like, but, like, I feel like this maybe gives for more, like, TV drama, television type tease. And I love that for us. But it's, like, it's interesting. And I don't hate it. I, I think I honestly want to see them fight more. Like, I want, I want girls to be like, well, I'm voting based on, like, I want someone... Like, to be, like, very, I do not care about what the fandom has to say. I know no girl would ever do that in this day and age. Modern drag race could never. But I want to see a girl just be like, yeah, I'm going to just do whatever the fuck I want. And if y'all, if anybody has anything to say about it, they can kiss my ass. And I think that's, 
I think that'd be for great TV. I really do. I really do. I really do. We get to the main stage. And this real look is, it's a look. Like, maybe it's just me coming off the high from last weekend that these are two episodes in one. Uh, in one day, at least, perceiving them. I was just not, like, that first look, like, that first look, I'm still thinking about it. Like, the way her blush looked made me cream my trousers, as the French say. The French don't actually say that. But you you get my, you catch my juifed. Like, it's, I don't know, like, the, I like the hat. The hat is very cute. I don't like this new era of Rue, whoever's doing her hats. I don't know if it's still uh, Delta. I don't keep up. I'm no longer subreddit Sally anymore. But I really should, in order to really know myself now that I'm a podcaster. I think that, like, whoever's doing her hats now is not being super duper kind to her all the time. Like, sometimes it's really, really good. And some days it's like, I miss Matthew really bad. May they rest in peace. I don't know if they have actually passed away, but wherever they are, I wish them good health. Or uh, my condolences to their family if they have left us. I really should do my research. I'm talking about my buzzy right now. Anyway, Rue goes to the main stage and I have nothing to say about Michelle and Carson. Uh, Carson, I like the gay cowboy vibe. It's very cute. Um, Michelle, I like the New Jersey vibe. Um, I will say as a bitch with uh, no credence or opinion judging judges of drag race, I must say it's giving me a little bit of H&M. I must say it's a, a wee bit simple. Why is the accent? Why is the accent? Anyway, but Miss Big Frida looks so good. So good. Like a fairy, like a, a lilac fairy goddess, gorgeous. She is so beautiful, so gorgeous, so gorgeous, Lindra, and I, I'm, I'm living for it. Um, Rue makes a joke about like Big Frida borrowing one of her hats. A, I don't know if that's a proportion that Rue would ever consider for herself. But also, why you gotta have my big Frida like that? Like, Miss like Miss Rita has good hands. She knows good hair. But yes, uh, moving on, it is the blue ball. A fantasy, truly. And we have 36 looks to go through. I cannot... Like, this podcast would go on forever and a half. Well, I, I'm only, like, 40 minutes in. Why not? Let's get, let's get, let's let's get physical. Let's, uh, let's get into it. Parentheses. Yeah. Stream Planet Her by Doja. Uh, watches age poorly when Doja is problematic and gets canceled. And then everybody's like, well, Manny. Well. Well. But, yes, we have the blue ball. And in the first category, we have blue battle walk. I were oh my god, what if Blue Ivy were a guest on the show? They had Tina Knoll, so why not have Blue Ivy and also have, like, why not have it be both of them? Why? Ugh, look at me being a better reality television producer than the ones that are paid the big bucks to do it for a show on Paramount+. Plus. Ugh, I'm just so good. I'm so good. I'm so good. But it's, first up, it's a working girl look. First up is Miss Raj O'Hara. She, I, okay, I like the look. It's a cute look. I'm living mostly for this hat on this fucking beehive. Like, I, that, I think, is the focal point of this look. And it's great. And it's I love it. Like, it's amazing. Like, I, I'm living. Next, we have Kylie Sunik Love. And I like it. It's it's cute. Like, it's a cute welder look. Like, I love the detailing. I love the raw hem. Uh, she looks gorgeous, as always. Loving the little bob mullet. It's, like, it's a cute, it's a cute look. 
Why aren't you the Weasel? Anyway, next up is Eureka O'Hara giving us Crossing Guard. Ugh, who were a better? You know who. But this is drag. When I say Eureka knows drag on her body and like she knows proportions of drag on her body so well it makes me so happy every time like i whatever my personal feelings on eureka are i will say this she knows drag like like get into the physical topography of this fucking hair of this orange hair and it is insane and the hat and like the cinch on like the bodice really high to give like the perky like upper busts it's just everything is correct. Everything is correct. Like this, um, I will say we all know. If you don't know, Nina West, di- Nina West, Tina Burner, Jesus Christ, woo. Tina Burner did uh, put out the information that they did not have the most streamlined team in terms of putting together looks for their run on Drag Race, and as just as just sort of like an explanation for like there were concepts that were not able to be like maybe fully realized the way that they'd wished and i think that's really great but like i feel like eureka is the complete opposite of that in that the concept is there and it's realized so beautifully and it's just like the little the the glitter whistle and the stop and the strut and then the kit on her ass like it's just like that's drag that is drag in such a beautiful perfect way and i just can't we come up to Jan. 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 Jan! Jonathan! Jonathan. Jonathan. Jonathan, we're gonna have words. We're gonna have words, Miss Jonathan. Like, I love this look. I really do. It is so beautifully everything. It is, like, high-concept fashion. Like, it is high fashion. It is perfect. Like, the Mickey Mouse ears. I will say, I don't live for the detailing along the cut uh, where, like, it meets her leg with the little wrenches. Like, maybe if that had been incorporated into the... Because I feel like the bottom half of it is kind of lackluster compared to the top half. Like, I would have lived for maybe, like, a motorcycle boot to really sell, like, the, the texture of, the like, the leather. But I think it's gorgeous how it is. But, like, I don't know, maybe just, like, a, a, a motorcycle boot to really bring it up and not like have her legs look so plain compared to everything that's happening from the like the shushi up you know what i mean next up we have we have jiggly we we have jiggly we we have jiggly and i i don't i don't know i don't know i don't i don't know i really i don't know what to i don't know what to tell you the, the, for me, the best part of this outfit was the names on the trash can. And that does not say great things about the outfit. I, it's just like, it's a floor-length duster. But then it, the, the, the trash can, I think the trash can was fine. The hair was a touch confusing to me upon first looking because like I feel like the yellow and the, I feel like the yellow, the, like the platinum blonde yellow kind of gets lost in the neon green. And then you just have like this stripe of like ponytail black that like doesn't connect to the head in a way. But like, Either way, I was just like, this is... Huh. But, yeah. Mo- moving on, moving on, moving on. We have uh, Silky Nutmeg Ganache serving you milk fam. And I just have one fucking question. Who the fuck is giving Silky milk? Who, like, who is her milk dealer? Who is giving Silky Nutmeg Ganache all these gallons of milk to compete on Drag Race? Where is she getting it from? I need to know. Sources, scientists need to know. It is keeping me up at night. Like, it's crazy. It's 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 crazy. I like the look of the look, if that makes sense. 
like I don't I don't think that the look is bad but for me personally whenever I think of milkmen I think of them in like cool white tone like I think of them in either white or blue um some of you if you're nasty minded know the exact thing that I'm thinking of when I say milkmen but um that's something for another day but yeah uh moving down we have scarlet and giving you very woodcutter high fashion I like the concept of this look very, very much. I think when she's still, this look is gorgeous. But when she moves, you can kind of see that, like, the the density of the plates, it looks like, it, like, looks like aluminum foil and, like, makes it, it, it cheapens the look in motion. And then, like, the band on the belt of, of like, like, the midriff is, like, everything. It, like, it cuts it up nice and it gives her an amazing amount of hip. In addition to the saw blades, accentuating that further as they look as they like taper down her like, I I like this look. I think it's great. I think it's a great look. I just think the execution is missing. Like maybe just like twenty percent, ten percent, ten percent, ten fifteen, ten fifteen, ten fifteen, ten to fifteen percentages in terms of just like making it snatch, snatch, snatchy, snatch, snatch. But I think it's great. Like I think it's a really cute look. But it's just like when she moves, like the saw blades like look flimsy, and I'm just like, oh no, that's tin foil. But she looks gorgeous. Next up, we have a curious Chanel Davenport. She's a well. She looks gorgeous. I'll say that she looks gorgeous. I don't think she ever looks bad. I, I think the concept of this is nice. I think I don't know. Like, like weld yourself into like I get it, but maybe it just like it looked cheap in a way. You know what I mean? Like maybe like if the if the pipe were like more like detailed as like a, a rusty like you stuck your hand on a drain or you were like trying to do something like cast irony like it just looks too like clean and i get that it's matching the welder's like mask on her head but ooh, she should have come out with the welder's mask down and then up to like play to the drama of like ah my arm and then play with the reveal of the of like the help on the arm or like and even make the help bigger because like it's only taking such a small space on that like very thin tube on your arm but like i get it but yeah moving down to pandora box serving you you're the lunch lady at public school that you never in your life want to see in your lunch period because you know that the cigarette ash from the one dangling in her mouth before they tightened up regulations would definitely get in your slightly cold macaroni and cheese that wasn't really macaroni and cheese and was more you know we're getting off topic anyway i love this first look from pandora like say what i will i say that so often now Ooh, merch <laughs> I, like, I, I say what I will about Pandora, like, I'm living for this first look, like, the structure on it is everything, like, like, it's got the high power shoulders, and, like, the hair is cute, and, like, the effects of the cigarette, and plus, like, the makeup is, like, very dark, and, like, I feel symbolic, symbolic, analogous, or, um, in, and not, not emblematic of, but, like, brings, to, reminiscent of, there we go, like, what I would expect the makeup of someone in that position to be, like, that very, like, black all around the eye and just like smoke that all out and like make a drag and i think she does i think she did it very great she reveals into this like waitress thing that i like a lot less but she's wearing it and she's wearing it <sighs> let me i i'm i'm just i'm looking at jada sophia and i like the idea of this i like the concept of this i very much enjoy the concepts of this i really do enjoy the concept of like mask like construction 
like female like construction worker like this female construction worker giving you like that very like traditional mask it's overplaying the titty again like the tetas we've seen them jada like this is three times and the three times that they've seen her in the main stage girl it's not a, not, the, not an amazing time not an amazing time baby but like i think they play to the overall concept that she's going for but like i think from mm, i can't even say that because when i'm looking at it still now like like the still image like i think it's comedic and it's like like the arms are comedic and that they're like those like fake ab like padding type thing the paddington bear type thing her body's still sick but like there are five belts on her three belts on her right now and i just why jada like what do the belts have to do like why can't you add a tool belt instead of just like a bunch of belts it's a bunch of lunches also i hate this boot I hate this boot. I liked it when I first saw it. I hated it every single concurrent time I've seen it after it. More so because it, I realized that it's a flat and I cannot stand that. I'm sorry. I have no drag experience and I'm a drag fetus, yes. But like, get, unless it's like a, well, treat your body kindly, yes. But like, I don't know. Throw a little bit of a heel in there. Like, I don't accept a wedge, but I would much prefer a wedge over a flat. Well, yes, I would prefer a wedge over a flat. But, like, I just think the accessorization runs off. Also, like, the vest is, like, tiny. Like, she looks like a stripper version. She looks like a female. She looks like a Vegas stripper. She looks like a female Vegas stripper version of a construction worker who you hired for your bachelorette party. Maybe. Like, she showed up and she said that you hired her. And you're not sure if it's a scam, but she's here and she's making herself a sandwich. But anyway. Moving down, we have Ginger Mind attempting to serve as Mario Bro, more like Mario Bro. No, I, I think, I think she wanted to do a red thing and then was like, "I'm a Mario Bro," because I don't know if this is like actually her trying to give Mario Bro or just like a plumber with a red hat on top of a red shirt in plumber overalls. I hate the accessories on the side because of the way that they clink. And also the fact that like it's not a it's not a tool belt it's just like floating amorphously on the outfit, and then like also they're just regular size like I'm not saying commission f- a fucking drag size version of a tooth a toilet brush, but I don't know sis like it's just like it like the proportions looked weird like they looked so thin and wayfish and I'm just like oh no, like what's going on but like the wrench like the wrench in her hands was the perfect size but everything else I was like no but yeah uh i like the little touch of the back with the like the plumber's like fish whale tail like that was cute the little stuff um i don't like that the hem of the pant doesn't reach the floor or just like reach the floor where it does but like this is a more i'm yeah actually no i'm moving down the line we come to another crossing guard we come to trinity k john benny ramsey i <sighs> where to begin Let's, I, I guess we start from the top and go down. The hat could be forgivable if the hat under the hat was better. And for those of you who don't know what I mean when I say this, the orange hat that she's wearing, if the blonde, if the blonde thing that is, if the blonde hair hat wig that, she, oh my God, wig that she's wearing was better or just like, not just was better. I, I always try to be constructive in like anything I say. Because I don't want to be like, guys, can I get vulnerable for a second? I, in, in doing this podcast, I don't know if, like, this is ever, you know, no, I'm gonna, like, sniff, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drink my own Kool-Aid and say that, like, one day I'm going to be having to do a, an season on my own season that I will inevitably win, obviously, of Drag Race. But, like, 
I don't ever want to like have these come up later and like queens be like you're an asshole and a cunt like I always want to give like criticism that is like I'm not, I, I don't ever want to be mean like I'll give opinions but I don't want to ever like I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings like this somebody put their time and effort into this you know like this is someone's art we'll see how long that lasts <laughs> trinity oh lord okay so the hat on the hat no the stop sign I don't know what I don't know what um if this was just like a piece of cardboard that you cut in an octagon shape and then taped on the sides with white paint or white tape or painted with white paint after painting it red because Eureka's looked like a commissioned piece for her set piece you know what I mean and this was not it you know you know you know when you you know when you start like a a, a project I don't know if you guys have ever done this but like you you could do you guys remember those like old pieces of like cardboard like overstock when you have to when when you used to have to do like school projects on like that before I guess trifold like Elmer Steinster project board became the normally back when you had to do stuff on like those project boards I don't know if you guys have ever had that and like I would go to the 99 cent store and get those like neon ones and be like oh my project is gonna be so crazy because it's like it's a neon it's a neon background but I say all this say I'm so sorry for being a tangential tally a tangential tally <laughs> but like you know when you would write something or just like whenever you know this analogy could have been more generalized i apologize <laughs> whoops um but you know when you're just like writing something and you're like you overestimate or overplay your hand in how much space you think you have and so you make the first letter real big and then you realize that proportionally that does not work and it's in a permanent medium <laughs> That is what looks like happened here on both sides of Trinity stop sign. I just, I'm not living. I'm not, I'm, I'm not living, breathing, or gagging. It's just so incredibly pedestrian in ways that I didn't know were possible or were acceptable for like an all sorts or were just like expected from like Trinity. Cause like, I feel like the growing, growing, growing consensus, which is like the consensus around Trinity is that like, TKB is like a powerhouse who does like drag, drag. Like it, when we get to the final look of the, this ball like that's the tkb that i feel like we think of or like the fandom or the lore of drag race thinks of when we think of tkb and this is just a very poor showing i think personally like i dislike this outfit so much like the gloves i okay a the texture on these gloves like these look like scrubber gloves that she found and cut the finger holes off of because she had nails on like i'm not living she at the very least has body on which you can see from the weird cut of the garment the yellow um, the orange undershirt over the khakis like you can see that she's got she's she's still wearing body for this which is nice at the very least um she thought she got on the hip and some titty but bitch khakis a ready to wear pair of khakis that like rupaul this must have i don't know what the timeline is this must have had to this must have had to have been after i don't want any fucking h&m because I don't, but I still don't know how she let this slide. Like this final, I guess our final like, like redeemed all of this, but my God. And then the, like, bitch, is that a low rise Tim? I, I'm flabbergasted. I'm gooped and gagged that this is, that this was on the main stage of Drag Race, all stars in the 60s. But yeah, it's, it's, it's not giving, it's not giving. Now we move on to blue jean babies, denim, Push to the highest fashion extreme. First up, we have Raja O'Hara. I like the... I like this outfit. I don't think it's, like, cr- anything crazy crazy on denim. I like. I think the silhouette is very fun and great and jovial. I love Raja in that she is a queen that 
is so pretty and so I hate her so much because she can get away with wearing a short pussycat wig like her and Monet. Like, fuck y'all. I hate you. But no, she looks great. I think the, the least favorite part of me for this fit would have to be the pants. It's it's a no for me. But like, I don't know. Like, I just maybe wish it were tailored more or tailored less and given more flair. Because I don't know. I feel like it sits in a weird middle ground for me currently. Like, I feel like if you wanted to, like, if you were going to make that drags, like, denim push the extreme extreme, like, give us, like, avant-garde, like, give us big, high fashion, like, maybe either more or less. Like, I feel like it's sitting at a very middle of the road kind of cut. But we come to Kylie Sunique Love, who looks absolutely stunning and gorgeous, giving you body. I will say this. Courtney, stop relying on that body. Like, we get it. You're beautiful and gorgeous and a woman and amazing and gorgeous and luscious. But I'm just, I'm, I personally am very incredibly and so tired of, like, the lore of Drag Race being, if you are a white twink with a waist, maybe, not, you know, it doesn't even have to be close to being as good as Violet. If you are just a white twink with a waist, you are fashion. You are fashion hot stone boots. I just, I don't think that's fair fun interesting or like progressive and like what needs to be happening in fucking drag race but either way kylie looks great i think i love the trans flag <laughs> my trans siblings denim push the extreme i think it's denim in that it's it's denim it's denim and it's a denim reference to both christine christine aguilera and britney which is fun great yeah but i don't know this isn't it, this isn't gentleman push the extreme for me, you know. Like Got Mick gave us like if you're gonna do trans denim, like Got Mick gave us trans but make it denim the house down in the finale. But she looks great, giving us low range jeans. They're trying to bring it back, girl, and I will fight them to the nail. Um, we move on to Eureka, and I do not like this look. I personally do not like. I dislike this look very, very much. Like it's like I just don't think the denim fabric looks good. Like, I just don't think it looks good. And, like, the big fucking E that looks like it came from a home goods that she put on a necklace. Like, the hair, the hat is fine, I guess. But, like, I just, like, dislike the denim. Like, it's not distressed. It's not, it's not anything. It's just there. And then it's just, like, it it, it just looks so thin and, like, it doesn't look like it has any body to it. Like, any body, body, body. Can you give me body, body, body? Jamila, show me one. Sorry, wrong show. But, yeah, moving on. To motherfucking Jonathan. I don't know what to do with myself. Jonathan, Jonathan, motherfucking Jonathan. Jonathan, they're trying to destroy you. Jonathan, they are trying to destroy you. Jan, I, I, baby girl, this was, I, this was so absolutely gagatrandra, like gorgeously just stunning, like, the fucking Monique heart cut, like, like brown cow stunning hip pad cut on this, like, star booty, and then the shoulder pads to match, and then the fucking structuring of the fucking textile of the pattern of these denim on this is so perfectly done, and then the, the auburn, the deep ruby auburn of this fucking, like, that, that, like, I am, that very, that is the, that is the rosé I am Irish red, and it is gorgeous, and then this, like, the only way, the only person I can liken this to is like Ellie Diamond from Drag Race UK season two. Like this very like I think I think it's a cream highlight on her face that is just giving her all the shine in the world, and she looks like a star. She's a star. She's a star. She's a what? A star. It's it's honestly 
it's honestly fucking incredible and I, I don't know what to do with myself about it. Like, I just, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't talk about it anymore. I can't, I can't talk about it anymore, guys. I can't. Moving down the line, we come to Jiggly. And I, I don't, I don't know what to tell you, babe. Like, it's a, it's a boot for me. Like, I like this look from the neck up. Like, it's giving very, like, Harajuku, like, a Japanese version, a Japanese interpretation of Y2K from the neck up. And it's gorgeous and beautiful. And from the neck down, it's the plainest thing I've ever seen. Like, it's pieces of fabric in ways that, like, clothes are just pieces of fabric. Like, it's just, like, it's an outfit and it's a skateboard. And I'm just, like, um, so I, I, I was discussing with my friend earlier and they were, like, she could have had the skateboard be, like, bigger and, like, better proportioned and, like, actually, like, graffiti to have jiggly on it. So that way, even if she didn't write it, it, like, gave something more than just, like, stickers on a, like, just, like, cute stickers on a skateboard. Like, that wasn't even a skateboard. Like, I know those wheels don't go anywhere. I know that there's a plank of wood with some wheels tacked onto it. But I'm, I live it. I live for it. But just, like, I, like, I get the Jenko jeans reference. I do. I don't love the Jenko jeans reference. Like, it doesn't look good. Like, the pants don't look like they fit her well. The shirt is just a plain white tee. Like, I could have gotten, she could have gotten away with this plain white tee if the jeans were better. Like, I got the Jenko reference, but it wasn't well executed. Like, it just, it was boring. Like, like, think of Simone. Think of, oh, God. I need to stop comparing the girls. Like, these girls are, like, legends in their own rights. But, like, truly, if we're going to talk fashion and the high fashion pushing denim to the extreme, Simone's, like, denim paramour, like, denim in your pocket doll look was like that 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 still to this day would probably molly wop any of these bitches oh maybe not jan like it'd be a it'd be a toss between her and jan both with red hair against denim what does that say trend alert trend alert trend alert red hair on denim honestly that is kind of a serve i, I will not lie to you but it's just it's not jan, jiggly here is not giving currently and it makes me sad because i want good things for jiggly i really do like i wanted to show her like, I'm assuming that she bought amazing things for the show, and I want to see her wear them on television, but she looks very beautiful. She's a very beautiful woman in the face and in the confessionals, and I love her very much. Moving down the line, we have Silky, and I do not like this. It is a, what looks to be a denim one-piece, like a swim, like those, like, swimsuit outfits. I don't love it. I don't. And also, the, the like, the big drip on this is the fringe and not the denim. Like, you didn't push the denim to the extreme. You're just wearing a denim one piece. You're wearing a denim swimsuit one piece. Like, you didn't, you didn't do fashion, says. But it's, it is what it is. And then we move on to Miss Scarlet Envy. I, I, this felt very, like, this felt very, this land is our land and not your land. Like, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know about this one, Scarlett. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, even, even the hair looks like an exaggerated Karen, like, lopsided bob. And I just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't. Um, when she was like, we as queer Americans are taking back the flag. I'm like, bitch, who is this we? Who is this we? Who is this we that you speak of? Name them. Name those. Because I know. I know, I know, I know, I know that you don't mean like you, me, and we. Because you mean we, you mean we ain't doing nothing. Like, we don't love America like you, Scarlet. Like, what is it? <laughs> but yeah, it's it's not it's not my favorite thing that ever happened. But we're moving, we're moving on. Oh my god. For the past, 
I want to say 20 minutes, I have been talking to myself, essentially, giving comedy gold to myself on mute. That is, that is so fucking funny. Oh my God. Okay, I don't know where my notes I stopped on last time. I don't know what the last thing I got was, but we'll run through the looks. From the Blue Better Work, uh, the Working Girl Ball, sorry, the Blue Jean Baby Ball. I don't know how much I've missed, but Jan, stunt, stunt Alintra. She looks absolutely gorgeous and stunt chink. Uh, Jiggly, <sighs> we'll move on. Scarlet, it felt very Karen. It felt very Karen inspired. It did. It did. I'm not lie to you. Miss Jada was getting very Drag Race UK, Drag Race, sorry, Drag Race Hispania, episode one, Miss Carmen Ferrara. It's giving very that, and it's beautiful and beautiful and gorgeous. Moving on to the Blue Ball Bonanza. I, now I feel so bad. I have to rush through these now to redo these again, because I don't want to, like, recycle material, because I feel like it's going to be inorganic. But, like, I was really speaking for 20 minutes. I, I, I don't even know how long. I, when I look back at this, I'm going to look back and be like, wow, all that beautiful gold lost to the ether forever <sighs> i'm so so dumb so dumb but anyway moving on to the blue ball uh raja gave amazing high fashion in her garments absolutely loved jan i love this as a redo rehash of her original look from the last fun not found things but unconventional materials ball it's absolutely gorgeous i love the color gradients i would say that it does give me Denali vibes, being in that we have seen something similar silhouette-wise from Denali in her Dia de los Muertos look from this past season. But I think overall she looks absolutely gorgeous. I wish the skirt would have been one rung lower, but if there's some best can be a nuts. Pandora. Somebody explained to me that Pandora's look was a blue ribbon-inspired look, and I hated it so much more. I think the execution of this is fine. I just, I'm not living. I'm not living, guys. I'm not live, laugh, loving. It's not, it's not working for me. Like, it's not, it's not giving. It's not giving. But then we come to Jada. Oh, there's so much more minutes for me to go. Well, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be here for a minute. Oh, this podcast gonna be big. Uh, coming to Jada's look, the shawl kind of threw it overboard for me. Like, there was so much, I understand what Carson was saying, a touch, and that the texture and everything in the shawl, and in that it was asymmetrical, kind of like, because the dress itself made from tarp was very simple and, like, gorgeous and beautiful. It could have been tailored to be more singed at, like, the, like, mid-calf for the real mermaid effect. But I think overall it was, like, like, a very standard, like, fine look. High fashion, no, but, like, this, a lot of the girls didn't get high fashion. So, like, what 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 are we even talking about here? Wait, did I talk about Scarlet? Wait, did I talk? Oh, I didn't. I, okay, if I miss Scarlet in the long, in the long year, in the quiet place part of this podcast, I will say that Scarlet looked so fucking good. It's absolutely gorgeous and stunning, but my friend did point out that Scarlet did have a pattern, and in getting a very workable, easy fabric, it's not difficult to pump something like this out. That being said, she does look very gorgeous and beautiful, and I'm loving, loving, loving the way that the highlight from her eyebrow drifts into the streak of the blue wig. Absolutely stunning. Cannot, cannot with that. Moving on to TKB, she she looks gorgeous. It's 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 gorgeous. I would say for me personally, the corset, the bodice, is a little bit long. Like it gives her a very long torso compared to the like sloofiness of the skirt. Like I, my I was drawn to it, and that it was like I would expect like a ballroom, a ball gown of this like magnitude to come up a little bit higher, like a, a perceived waist. But I think she still looks absolutely gorgeous. Like the hair stun, the bodice, the stonework that I'm assuming that she did herself, Gorg, the Skirt itself, Gorg, Gorgalinga, Gorgalinga, Gorgonzola, St. James. It was great. It was great. She looked beautiful. And then the little drama of the fucking shoe being left on stage. We know. 
she does pageants. She does pageants. But no, she looked great. She looked great. And honestly, thank God she did this because it made it for the first two showers, Mama. We have Ginger. I think I missed Ginger or Ginger got me from the lineup. But like giving this very like shower curtain look. I do not like this hat. I think the hat is kind of small for her head. But additionally, if she made that garment out of a shower curtain, sure. Is it high fashion? No. Were a lot of the outfits not tonight not high fashion? Yes. Should it be judged on a curve? Absolutely the fuck not. It's fine. It's fine. Like, I'm not gagged and gooped, but yeah. Moving down the line. Oh, wait. TKB is the last one, and then we come to the judges' decisions on who's in the top and who's safe. And I just have one, one glaring, one glaring question that keeps me up at night. How the fuck is Jan safe? Jan, they are trying to destroy you. They're trying to destroy you, Jan. They're trying to destroy you. Okay, I I will say this. Jan did not face crack. She never let, never let them see you sweat. Jan never let them see you sweat. She took it all in stride. She was like, yes, okay, I'm safe. But, okay, we're gonna, guys, little conspiracy theory time. I think that they are trying to destroy Jan, but I especially think that they are trying to destroy Jan. I think that, okay, bear with me. Stay with me, stay with me. I think that when Jan, on her original season, did the rusical and talked about wanting to dig her way into the mainstream farther than any queen had ever before her and did that little like shovel thing with the knee on the ground and that like opening song from her season i if you if you look back at it i i in my mind in my sick out of mind remember a reaction shot from who was not pleased as if to say oh bitch you're gonna get into the mainstream farther than me rupaul the queen of drags okay um well i will now destroy you and um, that is that. And I feel personally, in my conspiracy adult brain, that they have brought Jan back to destroy her. I think this is all a very clever ploy by World of Wonder and RuPaul to fuck Jan over just to tell her, you little bitch, don't you ever, ever step to RuPaul. But conspiracies are conspiracies for a reason. But anyway, moving down the line, Eureka in their reaction to her, I, I love her dumbs. That is a tuck. That is a that is a tuck. That is a booth curtain. Wendy's where is the beef? So Michelle in her in her comments on Akira in her very like bantu knots like denim look, which I thought was absolutely gorgeous and lemonadely perfect. It says that it's like a club look, and I'm just ready to fight Michelle at this point. Honestly, like I'm ready to throw hands. Like I know she's from New Jersey and might shoot me, but I I like I still I have to, I have to come back for my girl Akira. Like how dare you say that? Like like that was like yes, it wasn't denim pushed the extreme but let's be honest a lot of the girls tonight didn't understand the assignment or didn't give the assignment enough of their uh, time in terms of time management and what they decided to submit at eleven fifty-nine. like it's not i think her critique for akira was not incredibly founded but that's just me all i'm gonna say is this how many white twinks have we allowed on the show who have like semblance of a waist or like ways that they believe were snatched or are corseted to heaven and back that aren't even within like leagues or heavens or realms of like Violet's waist that we are just like oh my god that is fashion like how many times do we do that and so I think it's like unfair to like say this about Akira because like we've seen I if not we I have personally seen a lot of girls do a lot less and get away with it and I don't think that's fair nice or right and I don't think that has any place in our modern drag race. But moving on, Raja wins. And that 
I guess would make sense if we're judging the categories based on what the category is called for. If we are ascribing points based on what the category is called for, I think Jan gets one and maybe 1.5 out of three in terms of completing the assignment to its wholeness. I think Raj just ekes it out above her at two. But Jan being safe is absolute dog shit garbage, and I hate that. I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop the show, Jamama. Like it's not. It's not cute. Like how do they do this, to Jonathan? Like they're trying to. They are trying to break her, and I don't appreciate that. But yes, uh, Kylie, Eureka, and Akira are safe, leaving Julie and Jada in the bottom. I personally, in my personal opinion, would put Pandora in the bottom, just because I'm not. I wasn't stunned. I wasn't like nothing tonight gave me greatness except for the first look. Like the first look was like. And even the first look, I wasn't like, yeah, like the first, the first, first look, I was like, okay, yes, I like this. If she would have had like a level of comedy to it, similarly to how Eureka had her like crossing guard, I wouldn't feel this way, but like, because it would have salvaged the other two looks, but like, I just didn't feel that the other two showings from Pandora personally were my favorite. So the girls make it backstage and Jada has a line that I think is very interesting and that she says, "Uh, I'm not a beggar in terms of just like, pleading for her pleading her case for to stay i'm just like uh well you're not if even if you are not a beggar maybe maybe bitch gets to begging you best to dust off them knee pads and gets to begging best to get to begging for them begging strips because it, it like you're playing a game where like these girls hold your fate in your hands so like in their hands i mean to say so like what, what, what this like pride pride comes before the fall my love Look at me talking as though I can speak to these queens on anything about anything. But it's just like, babe, even if you don't, even if you aren't a beggar, you need to be in there, like, skin wear. I need to be here so bad. Like, you need to be crying and giving the water works, water, water world, water works. I just, I don't know why you would say, like, I'm not a beggar. I'm just, I'm really strong about me. At one point, Jada said, uh, Jada. At one point, Raja, in talking to Jada and the little off the side, is like, I really enjoyed getting to know you and spending our time together. And I'm like, oh my fuck. Like, that is what you say to someone at an exit interview. Like, well, thank you for working with our company. It has been a pleasure having you with us as part of our family. And we're really going to miss you so much. And thank you for your time. No, we will not validate parking. Please leave your shit at your desk. Like, I, I, I was just like, damn, Raja. Like, and literally... Jada looks so plucked after that because she's like, oh, this bitch is sending me home. Jada, in talking to other girls after that, I'm like, baby, Jada, there's a game that you are needing to play here. Like, you have to play, like, you have to play the game with these girls. Like, do, like, if you want to stay continuously and make it far, there's a game that you must be, or if you are not already, playing with these girls. And I just, I don't know, man. And Jada, like, before she breaks down, is like, it's just self-respect. And I'm like, maybe that's lost in translation, but, like, there's self-respect and there's also survival like you know you're not lowering yourself to ask these girls to vote for you to stay over your competition because you feel as though you deserve to be here like it's i don't know it's very strange the way that jada was acting but moving on jan is like uh let's discuss these two tributes and i'm like yeah work work just work jan like you keep this hunger game storyline running like go on sis but eventually we make it over to the girls eventually all casting their votes I will say TKB coming in with the Petty Patricia vote, sending Jada, putting in Jada's lipstick. I don't know the rest of the girls' names yet because I have waited and abstained from seeing the episode three, even though on the day that I'm filming this, it is technically out. I'm waiting until after I film my pod. So that way I'm fresh for tomorrow. The episode that I will be filming for the third, the third episode that I will be filming on my pod. 
I just like I love you, Raja. I really do. Oh, we get to the main stage. We get back to the main stage, and I just want to say I love you, Raja. I love you, Raja. I love you so much. As the curtains are raising on the lip sync assassin, like Jada makes some noise, and Raja's just like, "Fairy that," and in the most deadpan, amazing way. And I fell the fuck out, and I loved it. Moving on, we find out that the lip sync assassin is the one and only Brooklyn Heights. It's honestly goop and gaggy in only that rigor morrissey. Okay, take a little second. This is pro- this is the reality TV show production at its finest, I would say this, in that I don't think Raja directly had any issues with Brooklyn, but what a, what a bitch to bring out. For like, if you were a girl on a redemption season of All Stars from your season, one of the last bitches that you want to see is the bitch that not only lost only to the bitch who won the season, but the bitch who from that point on was given her own drag race. Like you don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want to come up against her. What a what a what a what a smart production play for them to be like, oh Raja, Brooklyn. But I will say this: Brooklyn looks absolutely gorgeous. I will say when we. If you watch The Untucked, which you should be, obviously, because you're only getting half the story otherwise. World of Wonder, hire me. I'm plugging your shit for free. Get Wild Presents Plus and Paramount Plus, guys. Haha. When she comes in, like, her, like, midday drag with this little, like, asymmetrical blonde bob with the neon green, like, highlights in it. Absolutely stunning. I don't know. Something about, like, the makeup that is not happening on the main stage. I don't know if she redid her eye or something. Like her eyes just look so small. It's either like I think it's either the proportions of her eyes are too small in relation to everything else, and or the wig is so much farther back than the one from before had been sitting on her head. So it just gives her this massive five head dome. But Brooklyn is still gorgeous even then. Like even then, this hair is I I this hair. This hair is this hair this hair is what Rue's hair used to look like. Let's talk about it. Matthew used to make Rue's hair look like it was moving when RuPaul wasn't doing anything. Now Ru's hair is like very like, not, I'm not gonna say plasticine, but like it, you can tell that it's very like structured. Like it's very like hard carved, like, like synthetic. I'm, I'm not gonna say synthetic because I don't know. Rube definitely has human hair bundles. We know, we would assume. Like it's a very carved, ooh, firefly. Sorry guys, I'm filming this during the summer. It has, Rue's current drag hair, sometimes, I'm not gonna say all the time, but, like, sometimes it has, like, very, like, hard, carved, like, synthetic wave, like, pattern, and, or, like, curl or fro, or, or straight, or what have you, and I don't live for it all the time, but, like, Brooklyn's hair just gives me that essence of, like, that hair moves, and you, we can see it when the lip sync happens, but that shit moves. My sis, my sis moves. Honestly, okay, Brooklyn, oh, oh my god. Brooklyn's reaction to Raja and Raja's reaction to Brooklyn. Like, Raja's, like, the most uncomfortable. Like, Raja looks so plucked. Like, that, like, uncomfortable ass. Like, what's Jesus? Um, in, in the, in the uh, confessional, Raja's like, uh, did you watch season 12? I was the listening assassin. And I'm like, well, honey, the producers clearly did, Tamar. Which is why they brought the bitch back. Which is honestly completes the holy trio because, uh, well, I think Evie, no, Evie was on... Was Evie on All-Stars last season, or was she on... I think Evie was on All-Stars last season, and then... Or was she on... Yes, okay, yes, I think Evie was on All-Stars 5 last season. Woof, I can't remember that she sent home whomever. But now this completes the, like, the whole... The, the top four of season 11. Evie won, came back to Lip Sync Assassin, 
Brooklyn got a drag race, but didn't didn't win, but got a drag race. Uh, came back and lip synced, and now he has two girls on All Stars. The top four is complete. Brooklyn. Okay, I will say this. This is an off note tangent. Can we talk about how Brooklyn got the best drag race prize in history? Like, bitches get ten thousand dollars, maybe after taxes, maybe like seventy, eighty thousand, and like in a lifetime supply of Anastasia Beverly Hills makeup that some girls get, because not all the bitches do. Brooklyn didn't win, and got her own drag race. That is. I don't know if that's white privilege or why, but, like, <laughs> it's crazy! And now, okay, some insight to you from one of them on this. Um, like, they've announced new judges, and, like, I personally, personal opinions, I will be reviewing it, obviously. But, like, I don't love that judges panel just because it's... I'm like, what do these bitches have to... Like, what do these bitches know about drag? Like, what do these bitches know about drag and how these bitches gay and queer icons? How do you, what do these bitches know about fashion? How are these bitches fashion-able? Like, I love Stacey and Jeffrey Burge Chapman, and I thought they were the perfect... Like, I thought that was such a perfect casting for a Canada's Drag Race panel. Because then even when you have, like, two judges or even one guest judge, like, it, like, like the balance is still perfect because you have Brooklyn as... The rue figure you have jeffrey Ward chapman trying to be funny uh but like being cute and given the carson and you have as St- you have stacy being beautiful and fashionable all, at all times and oh god i love stacy's accent so much but she got a drag race like i would love to win i would love to not win drag race and get my own drag race but i would also very much love to win my drag race <laughs> the first time round there's nothing wrong with not winning the first time round though but anyway, yeah, no, Raja looks so plucked, but I will say Brooklyn looked at Raja the way that a bully looks at, like, the new roller kit, like, the roller backpack kit in their vicinity. Like, that, like, she looked at her positively, predatorily, and I, I'm living. I'm absolutely living, love. Like, it's crazy. The lip sync song for today is Miss You Much by Janet Jackson, Abby. And Raja, I will say, is giving in this lip sync and brooklyn is like the usual level like dance really talent that we expect from brooklyn i will say roger did have very crunchy like uh mid split but like we love you anyway but like brooklyn i feel like i feel bad because it's like brooklyn is giving us brooklyn which we know and have come to expect from brooklyn and it's like it's great it's yeah it's it's fine like it's it's not i'm not gagging goop but i will say brooklyn at the end so it's it it ends up being a tie we know how we feel about those. We know how some of the people in the fandom feel about those. But I love that Brooklyn at the end just gives Roger that like Rona hug. I don't like. I don't know the timeline when this is filmed, but I'm gonna assume it's after thirteen. So like, well, I don't know how vaccine on vaccines on this timeline would have worked, but I just think that's funny to be like. She was like, "Bitch, I don't know where you're going." Like everybody else is hugging. Like I'm pretty sure everybody there is like definitely not Rona it up. But Brooklyn Heights was like, "Bitch, I don't know where you've been. I don't know what dick she's talking Like I am here for drag race and drag race only." But I, both of the girls get to, well, both of the girls get to choose their lipsticks or have their lipsticks revealed. Both the winner, Raja, who wins the cash prize of $20,000. Uh, so Brooklyn basically just won the right to come back, lip sync, show her stuff again, and send Jiggly home as well. Um, oops, spoiler Jiggly was on, whoops. Um, but yes, both Raja and the, all of the girls by majority, I'm sorry, both Raja and the girls by Rumakasi majority have chosen Jiggly to sashay away from this competition at this moment in time. And it's very sad to see her go. I, I I really I feel bad because like Jiggly when she got there when it, when she knew when she heard it was a tie, like there was such a sourness in her face that like you could tell that she was like either in my head I think she I processed it as like oh this literally just doubled my chance of either one of these bitches sending me home. Like I don't think she had a lot of confidence in 
what her future at that point would have been. And I'm not going to say rightly so because of what had happened, but it is it is sad to see that level of defeat in Jiggle's face. But we love you, Jiggly. We love you, Jiggly. She walks out on, on, on an amazing pair of bronze gold legs uh, in red bottoms. A pump, a pump girl, no longer a sneaker wedge kind of girl edging out the runway. This was a... Uh, this is an episode, an episode, this is an episode and a half. I'm sorry for the technical difficulties, but I don't know, babe. I personally feel as though they set Jiggles up. I think there was some rigor morris. We do know that there's a game within a game, which I am saying it now. I do not, I have not been a subreddit seller, so I don't know for sure. But in my mind, I'm calling it now. I believe that the girls are going to get to either vote one of the girls out vote on the girls to make it into the top four, like vote on the final girl to make it to the top four, or like vote for one girl to make it to the top four before the rest or whatever the fuck, or vote for a girl to, among themselves, become the candidate to make it back into the competition. Because you know RuPaul Shagrid loves bringing the bitches back. But I feel bad because I feel like they really did set up Jiggles. Like, a sewing challenge in All-Stars, and on the second episode too, like, that just reeks of production value. And I feel bad for Jiggles, but maybe this is not the last we see of her. Bum, 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 bum. We shall see. And with that, that is the second episode, finally, of this mega-packed 36 look have an ass drag race podcast of Roop, Roop, uh, in All-Star Season 6, Episode 2. Uh, thank you for joining me for this lovely excursion. My name is Manny Quinn. If you'd like to, you can find me on Instagram at Manny Quinn underscore M-A-N-N-I-E-Q-U-I-N-N or on Twitter at Manny Quinn 1. I know Manny Quinn, just me, got taken. It's crazy. Or my lovely Instagram at, uh, wait, no, I said that already. Or you can follow me on TikTok through the link tree in any of those platforms. This has been a wonderful night. I don't have a sign off, but... I will say, drink some water, bitch, and love yourself. Mwah!